Hey Kingdom family, this is Angela from The Season Single, and I wanted to jump on real quick before we get started with this episode and give you a quick rundown of what to expect over the next two months. The first thing, our community group kickoff is on January the 27th. And for the next eight weeks, our focus will be on discipleship. You don't wanna miss it. Number two thing on our rundown, is the Beautiful You Women's Conference. This conference is on January 31st and February 1st at 2911 Church in Tahlequah, Oklahoma, and yours truly will be closing out the day. And I cannot wait to share with the ladies what God has placed on my heart. So, want more information? Stay tuned, I'll tell you how to get it. Number three, our second annual Palentine's Day event is Friday, February the 14th at 6 p.m. We'll be at the Holler in Bentonville. So all my Northwest Arkansas season singles, I want to see you there. This is for men and women. You can come and join us for cupcakes, conversations, and competition. It's going to be a fun night. You'll forget that you even are single. <laughs> all right. So. To register and find out more information about all of these events, visit our website at www.theseasonsingle.com. several conversations, mostly with women, about their lives as one who is seasoned in years, which means they're well over 30. Um, They're saved by grace through Christ. Okay, they love the Lord. And they're single as a slice of bread. Now, while all of these conversations are great, one of the things that really stands out is that although they love the Lord, they serve their communities, and they are, you know, very active and involved in their churches, they still feel like they lack one thing. They are not truly satisfied with being a seasoned single. So welcome to episode six. Can I be saved, single, and truly satisfied? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4 and 13. Now, this has to be one of the most well-known scriptures in our country. I mean, you see athletes with it on their shoes, designers add it to their clothing labels, business owners display it on cups and bags along with their company logos. So one of the things I've learned over my life and as I've grown as a believer in Christ is that there are things in the Bible that I know to be true because I have the head knowledge. But some of them I don't really know to be true at the heart level. As I think about this scripture, when I've asked a number of single men and women if they're truly satisfied, like are you content, are you satisfied being single? 
most of them, nearly 60% say no. So if this scripture is true that we can do all things through Christ, why are we not content in him? Well, that's what we're going to discuss today. And I'm going to tell you a story about a time, not a story, it's a real life story, about a time in my life where I put God to the test. visit this question again. If Philippians 4 and 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, is true, my question is why are there so many singles who are dissatisfied in their singleness? Why are so many of us so desperate that we will submit ourselves to mistreatment by a man or a woman just to check off the box that says I'm taken or just to be able to have to have that plus one at advance. So today we're gonna dive into this scripture and talk through the importance of uh, theological knowledge and practical application. Could it be that we hold our desires so tightly thinking that if God really loved me, he should give me what I want? Do we believe that God is holding out on us? Or is it simply that we don't believe God can truly satisfy us? And that means that we don't really believe his word. So a few years ago, I had to just sit down and I actually looked at this scripture a little bit more deeply. And one of the things that I found, and I learned this growing up in a family of ministers, I learned that you have to always look at what comes before and after a specific scripture when it has been isolated. And that is the case with this scripture here. So we're going to look at it. Philippians 4 verse 11. We're going to start there. So before we dive into that scripture, I want us to look at the book of Philippians and understand what it's about. The book of Philippians is a letter from the apostle Paul to the church at Philippi, and it is considered a a book of joy. Joy is defined as internal stability in spite of external circumstances. And I think the amazing thing about this is the fact that when Paul wrote this letter, He was in prison. So to have someone writing a letter about joy from prison, that's somebody that you need to really listen to. So we're going to go to verse 11. At verse 10, Paul is basically telling the church at Philippi that he appreciates them so much and all the things that they did in support of him. So when he gets to verse 11, I think this is very interesting. He says this, Verse 11, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I find myself. I know both how to make do with little and I know how to make do with a lot. In any and all circumstances, I have learned the secret of being content, whether well-fed or hungry, whether in abundance or in need. I am able to do all things through him who strengthens me. And that's it. Paul is talking about contentment and he finds contentment because he can do all things through Christ, all things through Christ who strengthens him. It is the strength of the Lord that helps us to be satisfied. 
in only hemp. Contentment uh, is defined by Oxford Dictionary as a state of happiness and satisfaction. Are you truly satisfied with the Lord and him alone? If not, brothers and sisters, I'm going to tell you something, and I'm telling you what I know from experience. When we don't allow Christ to satisfy us completely, we run the risk of becoming desperate. And when we become desperate, that is a very, very dangerous place. So you're wondering how it can be a dangerous place? This is why. Because desperation breeds disobedience. I'm going to say it one more time. Desperation breeds disobedience. And I'm not telling you something I heard. I'm telling you something I know. If you go back and listen to episode three, you hear the story of how I became the season single. And yes, I had seasons where I was thirsty. And because of that thirst, it led me into areas of disobedience in my life. And you know what? God is not about what we want. He wants our hearts and that's it. And he will not give us anything that we will place above him. When I read this scripture and realized that Philippians 4.13 was just not talking about I can do anything that I want to do because Christ strengthens me. It was telling me that I can be content in any situation that I'm placed in because I am strengthened through the love of Christ. And that, my friends, is what took me on a journey that changed my life. The year was 2016 and 2015 had been a little rough. Um, I had some, I had an accident. I was playing soccer with some high school students at youth camp and uh, had a knee injury. Um, I was playing goalie, but nobody scored on me. That's right. After this injury, I went to the doctor and just saw some pictures of me afterwards And I was just like, oh my gosh, I have gained so much weight. I have got to get my life together. And I've struggled with my weight all my life. So I was like, you know what, Lord, I got to get my life together. I got to start making some changes. And when I took that time to start focusing on my eating, the Lord started showing me other areas of my life that needed some adjustment. So February 7th, 2016. I made a commitment to the Lord. I decided that this was going to be the year that all I did was focus on him alone. I wasn't going to think about dating. I wasn't going to be on any of those sites. I'm not going to let anybody hook me up. None of that. I was focusing on him alone. I wanted to hear his voice more clearly. I wanted to 
be truly satisfied by him alone. And I wanted to take good care of myself because I'm going to tell you what, you attract what you put out. That's something I learned a long time ago. I read this book and it talked about how we're like uh, sending out these radio waves and we basically attract what we put out. So for those of us who have been in situations where we feel like we've always um, had attracted certain type of men, you have to think about what are you, what about you is putting off and giving off that signal? What is it? Is it desperation that puts you in a place where a man feels like he can just cheat on you or doesn't have to be loyal to you or can talk to you, talk down to you? And a lot of times it's because we have some brokenness in our lives. So this was it. This was the year. I have been signified it. I went to one of my favorite stores, went to Pandora and I bought a ring, which many of you will see um, me wearing this ring in, in pictures. And I put that ring on to signify, Jesus, I'm married to you this year. I'm not worried about any other relationship. Your relationship with me is the most important relationship. When I did that, let me tell you something. Some amazing things began to happen. First of all, I started to hear God more clearly than I've ever heard him before. Some people may ask the question, does God still speak? He does, if you're listening. And in this season, because I tuned everything out, I was able to hear him so clearly. Uh, he corrected me. Oh my gosh. My friend, uh, I have a friend and she calls it, we're getting a whooping by God. He, he reveals things to us when we listen. And some of those things aren't good feeling things. For me, he revealed to me some areas that I needed to repent for. Um, and pray through. He lifted some burdens from my life. He was like, you need to pray for this. You need to reach out to that person. You need to make amends here. There was just a time of deep, deep reflection and connection with the father. And it was amazing. The second thing that happened is that my physical health really started to improve. That was the year that I lost 50 pounds. Um, I was running. I was very active. I found a group of friends to be active with, and we were always doing things. It was so much fun. We had fun. We had great, deep conversations about things. We supported each other. It was, it was amazing. I got to travel. I started accomplishing goals. I started thinking about my career and where I wanted to be. And so I made some career changes. I was able to um, get a job, my dream job, something that I've always wanted to do. I was only able to do it in a small capacity uh, with the company that I was working with them. But then I was able to move to another company where I could focus my total in energies on this one particular thing. So to say that God was moving is like, he moved in my life that year, that is an understatement. And then I found myself having uh, the word just come more alive to me. And that's connected again to hearing his voice. But I had a desire to be in the word. I prayed so frequently and so often for people. Uh, that was the year I decided that when someone comes up to me and tells me that they need prayer, that I was going to pray right there no matter where we were. Um, I had a guy who uh, I knew from graduate school and I saw him 
in the store. I think he was even working at, at this retail shop. And he talked to me about his grandmother who was very, very close to him. And she was having some medical um, situations. He asked me to pray. And I prayed right then. I'd never done that before. That was also the year I really started um, being very intentional about praying for people to come to Christ. I still have the notes and the journals that show the people that I prayed for. Uh, There were people who had things that I didn't have that I desired. And God was like, you know what? Pray for somebody else in those areas that you are lacking. So for example, there was a, um, there was a girl, oh my gosh, there were several of my friends from uh, the singles group that I was in at another church that I attended. And I had a list of them written out and I would pray over them that God would prepare their hearts for husbands. And if they weren't having husbands, that they would be truly satisfied with them. And when I look now at that list, because I still have it up on my wall, almost each and every one of those women are married. I prayed for my pastor and my community. And there were even additional things like I wanted to serve on uh, some boards in the community. Well, opportunities came later for me to do that. And this was just an amazing season of prayer, seeing prayer answered for other people, and just taking the time into really allowing myself to get my mind and my eyes off of me. Yep, that's what happens in these seasons. You can get your eyes off of yourself and focus on someone else because The biggest thing I learned in this season that it is not about me. It's not about me. It's not about what I want. It is all about what I'm doing for the kingdom. Yes, it's what I'm doing for the kingdom. And if we don't keep that foremost, friends, we're never going to be satisfied. Are you serving God because of who he is? Or are you serving him because of the things that he gives? Because I'm going to tell you something that I learn all too well. When our motives are not in the right place, God will shake everything that can be shaken. And you will be able to see that in the end, he alone is going to be there with you. Nothing else, nobody else. All materialistic things, gone. So if you're wondering if you can be seasoned, single, and satisfied? The answer is yes. Press in to the presence of the Lord, listen for his voice, and follow in obedience. Twenty sixteen was the year that I started seriously writing music. And one of the songs that I wrote was called Satisfy. And it was a prayer to God after having my heart broken from an engagement that did not happen. And I asked God, I need you to satisfy me through and through. Satisfy my thirsty soul, satisfy my broken heart. That was my prayer. And that, my friends, is my prayer for you. Take a moment and enjoy this song. I pray that it becomes your prayer. And this is Satisfy, written by Angela Hines and recorded by the Joppa House Band. 
Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and share with a friend or two. If you want to know how you can find this song, check us out at www.theseasonsingle.com or find us on Instagram and Facebook. And in the meantime, may you be totally satisfied with Christ alone.